GM, GM, give me just a second. About to tweet this out. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving and happy Black Friday as well. well to those who celebrate. Was, uh, happy birthday to my girlfriend today. Oh, shoot. Well, happy birthday to her as well. And congratulations on having a girlfriend. Yeah, congratulations, man. <laughs> Still, every every time. I hear that's hard to come by in this space. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving after. Yo, welcome <laughs> up here. Man. Good to have you up joining us. Um, and anybody else as well, welcome to the 92nd episode of Wonky, 92nd consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. Um, if you are in the audience, feel free to hit that request button. We'll bring you guys up here here in just a second. Um, also, you know, one other thing that you could do is give me one second. I'm going to pin it up here. You could like and retweet that button right there as well, or that pin tweet. Um, that'd be helpful. And, you know, I am also here in a second. I'm working on getting a, I'm going to do a stock giveaway during the space to celebrate Thanksgiving slash Black Friday slash all the above. Um, so I'm working on that tweet as well. So you'll see it in a minute and yeah, we'll get that running. Tracto, what's going on? Let's go. Um, sorry. I know I'm going to have to jump off in a minute. It's my brother's, uh, wedding tomorrow. So I'm headed to his rehearsal now, but I, um, Gosh, dang it. I had something on the tip of my tongue, and I had something to say. And I know there was something else I needed to talk to you about if you ever get a chance to DM a big. It'll be freaking awesome. I don't know if it's something I can say on the weekly out maybe next week. Well, I don't know. But <laughs> it's going to be – gosh, I have something else to say. Don't you hate that? I do, man. I do. It happens to the best of us. I said you were sweeping stonks. Yeah, I did hear that. Gosh, I had something. I don't know, but good luck with your giveaway and with your space, man. Uh, I wish you all the best of weekends, and hopefully we can catch up soon. All right, man. Sounds good. Take it easy. Yeah, see y'all. All righty. Later. So, Mr. Rooster, what do you have going on this week? Uh... Well, celebrating uh, today, you know, it'll be my girl's day, so uh, do whatever she wants, pretty much. Uh, we'll actually be going to dinner and a comedy show later tonight as well. Oh, uh, I don't know if y'all ever heard of, I did the Popeye's turkey this year. Woo-wee. Actually, that shit slapped. You can Pop- actually. No. Yeah, you can get a turkey from Popeye's. It's like pre-cooked but frozen and then you just gotta like thaw it and heat it up for a few hours man i mean that shit fell off the bone cajun cajun seasoning style oh it was actually yeah dude it was it was heat i'm not gonna lie dude that is that's actually insane i didn't know that popeyes did anything like that which you know i guess it's a huge opportunity if they have you know if they're able to set, set something like that up but I mean, nice. So how'd you find out about it? Uh, well, we were doing like a last minute uh, hosting Thanksgiving type deal because two of our buddies, um, 
or my buddy and his girl lived like three hours away in Vail. And they were like, oh, we want to come down and surprise uh, your girlfriend because her birthday is the day after, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so we're like, okay, uh, <laughs> last minute, let's try and put some shit together, right? And he's the one who actually told me. He's like, check this out. Uh, so I went, and then I got like, you know, a 15, 17-pound turkey or whatever it is. And um, then <laughs> their dog ended up getting sick, so they didn't even actually end up making it. So I got turkey for like a week now. Oh, dude, that is, I mean, first off, that's wor- the worst about the last second cancellation, anything with the dog getting sick. Like, that's the one crappy part about having dogs. Like, I love dogs, man, but, you know, one little thing like that can throw off everything as far as any type of plans, anything else. Um, when you live a, a few hours away, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, like, if the turkey's that good, leftover turkey's never a bad thing. Oh yeah, no, we uh we're gonna be having turkey for pretty much every meal for the next <laughs> five days, including our dog, which is actually very happy about it as well. She's had a shit ton of turkey so far. The dog as well, man. Oh yeah. No. Dude, that's like I don't know why. Actually I do know why. Okay, so, you know, the funny thing is, right now, I'm at my parents' house, right? And in order to get all of us over here, they had to accommodate both my siblings' dogs. So, right now, at the house with us, we've got four dogs (laughs) that we're taking around. Because my parents have a dog, my brother and his wife have two dogs, and then my sister has a dog as well. So, they brought all of them here, and dude, it is a madhouse with them running around everywhere. And it's just you know, pretty funny to see the differences in the way that they treat the dogs too. Like, you know, everybody treats them well, but like my parents, for instance, will feed them every kind of meat and every all, you know, every other type of human food as well, just absolutely spoil their dog. And then my brother and his wife, like they refuse to give them any human food whatsoever. They don't want to build the bad habit of getting them used to coming up there and doing whatever else with them. But, you know, either way, it is just hilarious watching them run around, do whatever else as well. Um, But, you know, like, as soon as the turkey came out of the oven yesterday and we cut that open, all four of them just immediately swarmed to that kitchen, bro. They could not get away. It's impossible to say no to ours. She she runs the house. Um, But, yeah, no, it was uh, it was still a good enjoyable much smaller than uh, our thanksgiving than we planned but you know it was still a great time today we'll have some fun uh other than that this week um just hoping all the shit coins i ate don't go to zero which they already did but now they're pushing like back to highs so i'm like ugh. <laughs> i mean that happens well wait so did you sell them at the lows then no absolutely not i'm like okay. this, this is I was just going completely degenerate. I'm like, all right, I'm throwing this into this, this into this, this into this, this into this. I was like, if it fucking goes to zero, it goes to zero. What I neglected to do was like add more at the lows uh, because I did think they're all going to zeros. And they're up <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> 500% from the lows and stuff, which brings me back just over like break even on some of them. But uh, yeah, I just... I was having a, you know, just thought process over the week. And I realized I never had a major shitcoin dub yet, like 
I mean, like the biggest one, maybe a five X on, you know, a, not that large to the allocation, right? So I've never had a major shit coined up. So I figured law of averages, it must be coming soon, right? If I if I set myself up in the position to be lucky, the odds of being lucky are higher. So I've just gone completely degenerate, um, aping a bunch of shit coins while trying to also short BNB, and I keep getting stopped out every time I enter. So, <laughs> well, dude, that's like a blur thing. I like I did not expect blur to just giga send the oh, other day. I was <laughs> I did, dude. I longed blur twenty x at thirty one cents, um, and then I closed out after like move up to like 36 and okay uh, so what was it share the alpha with the people what did you see where you were like this is going to send as far as you know just seeing it immediately uh, well for the first part the fact that you actually didn't have access to your tokens uh okay fair <laughs> you actually like when you claim they automatically locked them up into the the blur stake right and then they have this like triple multiplier going on. So just looking in and, you know, they're just imaginary numbers on the screen. Right. But compared to like the point system that they had last, you know, last season. So like last season, I didn't do like pretty much any amount of farming. I was putting up bids on, uh, you know, projects that I was actually wanting to buy and uh, not like, farming dumping farming dumping it was like oh just get a couple points while i wait to buy this nft right um so i think toll i ended up with like 90 points last season which is peanuts right within 10 seconds of this new season just with like the multipliers going on i already had like over ten thousand points I, i i'm pretty sure i have over like almost like a million points right now on the new one. So just the, just the, the fake numbers being inflated, right? Obviously the points are going to be worthless, but just seeing them, just <laughs> seeing them like run yeah. up, it's like, okay, you know, like I don't really want to unstake this. The second thing is too, is, um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's burgers at that point at, at 31 cents. You know, anything crazy. Most people didn't get like anything substantial unless you were like an actual farmer. I know some people got uh, over seven figs or in the seven figs. Um, and actually, the, the number one whale is completely out now. He dumped like half his stack at 40 cents or whatever. And then he just dumped the other half about six hours ago. So the biggest farmer is that CBV? Uh, it was the, what's his name? Something Han, Hani. Oh, Hong Wei or whatever. Yeah. He had like, yeah, he had over, I think it was over a quarter million, uh, points before the airdrop happened. He was like number one by a lot. Yeah. Machi ended up getting like two mil. Um, and yeah, also seeing him immediately. But my question, okay, so you're saying Machi got two mil USD or two mil tokens? Because two mil tokens, based on like the losses like that I saw, seven mil Machi tokens. Hurt. I think he got like seven mil okay. tokens. So at the time, I was like two mil USD, and then he was like, you know, fuck you, Blair and and Pac Man or whatever. But I noticed he tweeted that, but still also didn't dump. So then, I, like quickly, I noticed that. Once the claim, because I was sitting there trying to claim for about two hours, dude, and like I only got like 
1200 blur tokens so it was literally peanuts i was just like i was just honestly trying to claim my steak dinner at the time and then i saw a bunch of people start saying you know short 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 blur short blur and i was like you know what i think it's time to long and so i longed blur <laughs> at 31 cents because it's like well people aren't selling their airdrop right and I was like, honestly, it makes me want to spot buy more blur and deposit it to capitalize on the point boost. Like I could see it having a large pullback um, after the next couple of days because they had a huge multiplier for the first week uh, up to 4x on the first day. It's really incentivize you not to dump. Um, and then with the compounding interest, like if you are to take anything out, like the amount extra you'd have to put in to get to the to the same amount at the end. Because the difference in this season, too, is with your current holdings, you can calculate how many points you are going to have at the next airdrop uh, after the six-month period or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I just figured it, it wasn't worth uh, it wasn't worth selling. And if people are bullish or bearish on it, might as well punt a long out. And honestly, I should have held it to 60-whatever since it's at right now. Uh, but I didn't. It's just been pretty much straight up this entire time. Has eaten every single sale without any hesitation at all. Um, so I figured, yeah, it's at least for the momentarily, it's fairly strong. Yeah, man, it's insane the way that it's continued to run up. I, I mean, again, I, I won't say I faded it with any type of short or anything like that, but I definitely faded it as far as its potential to do what it's done. But I think that's one of the encouraging things. Well, most encouraging things I've seen in a minute is just the way that it's been able to run kind of marks a little bit. Like for me, it just is another sign of where we are as far as the shift in momentum in the cycle, because realistically had that happened a few months ago, I don't see it doing anything like this. Right. You know, so the fact that you're able to have these massive airdrops and the, you know, token unlocks and stuff like that that are happening and we're not getting sell-offs is something that is really, really encouraging um, as far as just, you know, the fact that I think that we've started this big turnaround. Because even, you know, I'm looking for uh, like at a couple L1s that I'm, I'm thinking about opening up some positions in sometime soon, like SWE or APT um, or SUI, whatever you want to call it an Aptos where they are really fudded FTX bags that, um, you know, like L ones that, um, FTX had a big stake in and some of those other VCs that went through financial turmoil had a big stake in, and they've got big unlocks this next year and all of the FUD that you can list off just because it's like a lot of those names are slowly starting to get squeezed higher as these events happen. It's like soul, right? Where, you know, Seoul, I think, was so oversold because of the fear of whatever, you know, whatever the FTX estate sale might look like that, you know, as it's actually been playing out and getting a little bit closer, people have realized, man, OK, like this isn't doesn't have as much impact as what we thought it might. And the demand for it is easily outweighed whatever, um, you know, whatever sell pressure has been put on the market by, you know, by the event happening in the first place. So that's fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Market's beginning, uh, you know, has been getting a lot more fun. Uh, One thing I don't understand, though, is how, like, Binance is only eight, like, 
ate a 20% dip um, from the local high after CZ <laughs> was uh, pretty much ejected and fined $4 billion. Um, well, dude, I, that, that's another one, though, right? To list off, like, just looking at it, where I think it, I don't know, it kind of speaks to it, where I, I get Binance dipping, and, you know, whether it bounces, stays down, whatever the heck from here, who knows, but I personally think that there's a little bit of, you know, bullishness there being resolved, right? Regardless of the fact whether or not you know, CZ is going to be the man going forward. I think just knowing now, it's like, hey, CZ's off the top shelf. All the charges that everybody's been using as fud against him for the past several months, you know, honestly, the past several years, that's all gone, right? Like, you can't fud CZ anymore to fud to fud Binance. It, it just my my thing know, was that's gone. he he was Binance, <laughs> so I think, and especially with the amount of air that is in that token. I don't know. Like kind of figured it'd have a larger. Dude, he was, game. but he also wasn't. He was, he was 50% of it. Like that's one thing that the Westerners like to us. It's really easy to say CZ was Binance. It was just him. But I mean, dude, he was only like, you know, half, half owner, half CEO, whatever. I, I forget the other chick's name. I always forget her, but you know, she's really well known, really famous in Asia. Um, and he only had a like, 10% that's... stake in Binance. I, I would still say he was the face of it. I mean, when, when you think Binance, yeah. you think CZ immediately, right? Um, but actually, it's Binance. Fair, 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 fair. I mean, Pepe, Binance. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, you've seen the Janet Yellen fucking correcting Jay Powell, right? He, he was like, no, no, I it's actually not. so it's pretty much like the Monk coin thing. Uh, so they're, they're <laughs> doing their little press thing. And uh, he was like, you know, uh, we have got like a $4 billion indictment on, you know, Binance or whatever. And she goes, when she gets up to stand or to speak, she's like, actually, it's Binance. <laughs> and then so obviously they made, they made it a meme, uh, like the Mons coin thing, uh, which honestly to me, I don't know why it's so funny to me, um, but that, that whole interaction is actually hilarious to me. Uh, and <laughs> You've got to DM it to me. I want to check it out. Yeah, dude. Hey, and by the way, I didn't say anything real quick, real quick for everybody in the space. If you want to be eligible for that stonk, just like, retweet, favorite, or comment with your favorite food. There's like literally only 15 submissions right now. So, you know, pretty pretty small pool to be able to win a stonk. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all that's been going on in my end this week. Um, other than having lovely ordinal discussions with B-Ways, I see him in the audience. I wonder if he'll hop up here. Did you guys, uh, I have to ask, temperature check, did you full send blast? I Man, I haven't had time to yet, which... Oh, you do know, you need I, a referral code? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It's one of those things I feel like if you don't get in on it early with that type of thing, it takes away a lot of the upside. Well, right? another thing I, I mean, maybe. talking about Blur is... I think Blast cleared 50 million TVL within 14 hours. 500, it, 
Oh, 50 million within 14 hours? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's at like 400 million right now. Yeah, no, it, it's like completely skyrocketed. And, you know, when, especially when you do the friend tech comparison um, into how bullish people were on that. Uh, compared TVLs, dude. I I, I, what do you What do you want to know? I, I can see Blur making new at the highs. I'm not gonna lie, Kaleo. I can I can see Blur breaching a dollar dollar twenty five. Damn, that's actually I, I'm all right. So I've got thoughts. So because I because I've done some serious uh, studio as as they say in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I. So, okay. Across the board, I think that this is probably one of the highest opportunity bets that we have for like the next year. Um, I, I, I'm really, for whatever reason, I have supreme confidence in this team for just, you know, from watching them over the course of the past two years. I met them. They're actually really cool. And you can like feel the intelligence in person. Like they're, they're pretty smart guys across the board. Um, and I mean, you just look at the investor set and, I'm sure it's everyone that you guys all know. It's basically like who, who's who of the crypto industry. And as such, those resources are all made available to them. So as for people that ask about the tech, I've got a pretty high level of confidence in the potential tech here. The native staking is fantastic. Um, it's, it's remarkably novel as an innovation, I guess you could call it. Um, it requires a lot of trust, but that's trust that they've gained from the people that they've worked with. So, there's very few people in the position that that need like you need to have in order to implement native staking and gas rebates in a way that people will actually trust it to be uh, actually delivered upon. So that's pretty crazy. Um, but they're going to be able to, in my opinion, pull it off. And what you've got here is an L2 that's launching. That's probably one of the highest upside L2s that we've seen in a minute. Um, would not be shocked at this thing if just like you take a look at the other comparative L2s like Arbitrum, Optimism, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which, again, I, I assume from a tech level will be competitive at, at worst with these guys, is uh, it's like a $10 billion market cap coin, likely, at least at these rates. Uh, if not, considering the massive TVL that's already locked there, would not be shocked if that this, this coin is, or this chain is like a 20 to $25 billion market cap. Like, that's kind of nuts. And you're talking about that launching now, uh, or in the next, like, six months, I guess I would say, sorry. Uh, but that's you're, you're talking about the launch of like a top 20, top 30 coin right here, which is absurd. Uh, but it's, in my opinion, actually a fairly reasonable outcome. And that's just like my general bullish sentiment on the chain itself. As for, you know, watching the token, how to play things. Because um, I've been really involved in a lot of discussions around this for the past two days. Uh, I literally have like just been not studying it for 48 hours. Um, and I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on this. A couple things. One, as for Blast itself, if you are not going to whale your deposits, I pr- or, you know, well, to be honest, if you're not going to whale your deposits, I'd be a little bit hesitant. Like, if you're not going to put at least 25 to 30 ETH in there, um, it might not be worth your time. So, for comparison, um, I've put in about 30 ETH. I actually have uh, referred in about 15 ETH. So, I've got, like, about 45 ETH roughly in in my pool if you want to call it but only 30 eth is applying to my own personal point earnings um and i'm currently around like 400th to 500th on the leaderboard so if you want to know comparatively that's roughly where i sit and roughly where you'd sit if you put in about as much um or you actually have to put in more because i'm ahead of you right now if you have if you're putting 30 eth today but either way like that's roughly where you'd sit 
Um, what else? The I, again, if you're not a whale, I probably wouldn't be depositing on Blast itself, in, because a big part of it is every five ETH that you hit in your squad goals, you get a luck multiplier, and those luck multipliers change the rate at which you get what are called super spins, um, and super spins give you vastly more points, and those points are going to be basically a direct correlation with with the actual token when it comes out. So basically, you want to have as high of a luck multiplier as possible. You get those every five ETH worth of squad deposits. So it takes a lot of money to get a lot of those spins. And to be honest, a lot of it is luck. So if you're only going to put in, let's say, one ETH, you're going to have a base level of just 10% on your on your spin. If you put in five ETH, you're probably going to do better than 10%. But I wouldn't be shocked if you end up with a, a luck spin or a luck rate of like 30%. And that's just not good enough. Like, I have 80%, and I still feel like it's low. Um, so I, I'm just, just all that to say, I think depositing is generally a smart move, especially if you have side capital, side capital that you don't plan to trade for a while. But realistically, you're not going to get the full benefits unless you start to whale it and also re- preferably have good referrals from good friends. There's also a couple other things. Like, there are some people that are trying to chain together the referring of themselves to try and increase their own point totals as they distribute to themselves. I do think that the Blur team will do a good job of weeding those out because they're pretty excellent at determining who's farming and who's not. They've been doing it for a year and a half. Um, and yeah, and I've got plenty of thoughts on the Blur token, but I just want to take a breath <laughs> and, and see like what you guys think from that point. Uh, so personally, I think you're trying to hog all the points. I think it is absolutely smart for anybody uh, to bridge at least a little amount because you get like a couple spins automatically right um and then they're much harder to achieve so i think you get a spin off your first deposit and then you get a spin for tweeting about it and then uh so you get like two free spins which by the way that's not that's not guaranteed one of my friends did that did not get those spins for some reason he was very confused and so just be aware that's strange it's not guaranteed. haven't heard of that yeah it was the one drawback though um is if you do only bridge a little amount you kind of Indirectly screwing whose referral you used. So without knowing, right, uh, obviously once referral codes happen on something new like this, people are just like, oh, if you want to hop in, here's mine. I didn't do any research at all, but it, it, if you do any activity, you know, you <laughs> use my referral code. Um, you don't get unlimited and you have to unlock more. So unfortunately, I have three people right now who have uh, bridged nothing, and I'm not sure well, if our planning on Rooster. Doing it, um, if you hit twenty, you get an unlimited code. So if you hit if you hit if 20, you, you yeah if you, you get an unlimited code. exactly though, but you only get like <laughs> six or seven referrals to hit the twenty e. So you kind of you should be selective of who you refer to. Um, because, yeah, if, if, you, if you don't hit 20 ETH, you won't unlock unlimited referrals. And then, you know, you, you'll be capped at what you can earn unless you do all the work yourself. Um, so there's a little bit of game theory in that. Um, but other than that, you know, I do agree. Um, I guess if you do only planning on, like, just trying to claim the first couple points or whatever, I would get together in a group with other people who are doing the same, who collectively are under the understanding that they won't reach uh, any of the unlocks. Um, 
Otherwise, you know, kind of weigh your options. See, now, the, thing that, the thing that's kind of crazy to me is right now it's like I just haven't, you know, it's been about one week where I haven't had the opportunity to just really, you know, spend 24-7 and DJ into this. And it's like in one week I've missed an entire narrative. That's how fast this space moves, right? I, I'm typically on top of everything, and I can sit there, list off the mechanics, go through everything. And in one week, somehow one of the biggest things in, uh, I mean, which I say that, like every week there's a new biggest thing. But I mean, right now, this is one of the newest biggest things. And I'm almost, ago. I don't want to say clueless, but practically clueless on all the mechanics of what you're describing. So, I mean, it's interesting to me you know, hearing your discussion on it, because I'm like, man, I really have to dive into this and just figure out a bit more. But I also feel really behind as far as whatever the narrative is on it already. So I'm like, yeah, you know, but we'll see. I mean, I, I would, I would actually, I would pin my, my thread on it, but it has my referral code. So I don't want to be that guy. But I actually, I, it is, it is complex. It is a game theory battle. Um, it is a whale game, but that's also why, so as for, how do I say this? As for depositing, if you're not going to be depositing like a whale, I, I actually think that blur farming is still a better ROI um, because you just, you have a better opportunity there. So it's 50-50, right? It, it's 50-50, 50 to blur holders and then 50 to the blast. And that's of the airdrops. Like, I actually don't know how they're doing it, right? Because they have 50% that's going to developers, 50% that's going to the blast community. But then there's also a bunch that's going to the blur, blur holders, et cetera. So, like, I don't know, I don't know how this is working, um, and I can't tell you any of the percentages clearly. But I, so I do, but I do think that blur farming generally is probably higher ROI um, for blast, at least at a, as of right now. So, a couple things. One, as the TVL continues to go up indefinitely on blast, it becomes a higher and higher value bet to just buy blur token and stake it because there's only so much blur token, right? So like that, that the amount of value that you're going to get out of staking blur token goes up as the TVL goes up, just because, you know, if there's only 10, 10 blast tokens getting distributed among TVL and 10 blast tokens getting distributed among blur, as TBL gets more and more saturated, you're better off putting your money into Blast as the token itself. So uh, Blur as the token itself, sorry. So that's kind of one of the interesting things that might perpetually be pushing the Blur token value up and why it looks so bullish right now, um, which makes me consider want to, considering wanting to buy more, but I also bought a bunch, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that right now. But so that's kind of what's on my mind there. I, I still think, though, like, if you only have, let's say, an ETH, I would probably recommend more so looking at just trying to understand how to blur farm. So that means bidding, listing, and um, lending in terms of you know fighting in those battles. It's This is a whale game, just to be frank. The more ETH that you have available to you, the better. And that's kind of how they design things. There's not many ways to game it with low ETH. But it is possible, and, and they do have a history of outsized rewards for small wallets, and they've done it multiple times. So, so yeah, I, I, I do agree with you there. I think it, you will get a higher ROI as a you know smaller fish sticking to the blur farming and not the blast farming because main reason, I think, is most of the whales. So all their airdrop, most of them is locked up already, right? 
and then there's this new thing to farm. So they either have to reallocate their current capital or they're just going to have to focus their new capital into blast farming. Most of them aren't in competition with the blur farming side of things right now. Uh, so I think, yeah, you will have less competition as far as a proportion of what your investment is to the you know TBL of that. So yeah, I, I do agree 100% there. I mean, ultimately, I'm super excited about this. Um, and I've, I've been studying the hell out of this. There are going to be people that min-max it, but I do think on average, the average participant, as long as they're reasonable with their allocations, reasonable with their money, et cetera, et cetera, are actually going to turn out pretty well. Like, I think I wouldn't be shocked. I'm going to put, um, I'm going to put out a bold prediction here. I have a feeling that Pac-Man is going to become one of the next main characters of this space. Um, I, I just think he knows what he's doing. His tech teams are actually excellent. If you look at, you know, things that they've done with Blur historically, they're actually really good at coming up with novel mechanics that are well-developed and stuff like that. So I can see it. Main character, Pac-Man. It's the infinite airdrop strategy, which so far has been proven to be one of the uh, most bullish strategies in the crypto market sphere. As long as you uh, promise more airdrops. I mean, hey, hey, Rooster, can I drop a name for you real quick? Can I drop one, one like three letter, you know, thing for you real quick? GMT. I knew you were going to say it, dude. Uh, what's funny is I was actually about to screenshot my uh, Solana wallet. Um, Watch GMT run it back all the way. I like talking about Ponzonomics right now. You know, who knows? I mean, look like they they were building. <laughs> they, they were building. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, after I got burned. Um, kind of just ignored the shit out of it. What I was about to say was I was actually about to screenshot my Phantom wallet and um, be like, the issue with, you know, Solana coins is you get all these, um, you know, unwanted, like, shit coins that flood your uh, that flood your wallet. And, like, the top two in my wallet were, like, GMT and whatever. <laughs> Dude, I keep getting those. I keep, I keep getting, like, a, a push notification on my phone where it's, like, You've just received Soul Orca 38. I'm like, great. You know, like, awesome. Yeah, like, you, you interact with 80% of what's in your soul wallet. Like, you lose everything. <laughs> um, you can burn them, though. And you do, uh, in fake NFTs, you get, like, a point zero zero two soul rebate um, to burn them, I believe. But it can take a while, especially if they, if you hold any, like, you're a higher target if you hold any of the better projects as well, um, like Mad Lads, Clanos, SMB, any of the any of those projects. You're like, yeah. You know, I I found out some stuff about Mad Lads recently that I I just wasn't aware of too. Where like I, I've been bullish on Mad Lads based on who created it, but I didn't realize like how integral the they'll most likely be to the backpack um, exchange coming up, which I'm actually really bullish on, you know, I like, I love those guys and they basically, a lot of people don't realize it, but a lot of the good things on FTX are money built. (laughs) A lot of the good things on soul and outside of that are money built. Like he was the name in the background for years 
that kind of like just the shadow guy that, you know, got stuff done. And, you know, and when you look at like him plus Tristan doing things the right way, like that exchange is going to be huge. Um, now, man, I, I want to announce real quick, quick pause to announce the winner. So I did a giveaway, put everything in a little randomizer for everybody who was eligible. Um, and give me my way was the winner. So congratulations. Give me my way. Um, I DM you DM me back and send me your ETH address and for rooster's sake slash everybody's sake, I will do that today. <laughs> I've usually, here's my issue. Every single giveaway I ever do, I always get them given away, you know, right? Like they always get sent. Just sometimes they might take a week or two <laughs> to send because I just, you know, like they're on the list. And because it's one of those things, it's not a time priority. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get to it. And I get to it. But then in the process, people think that I forget about it. It is never forgotten about. But today you will have that in your wallet. Last time I had everybody in my DM. <laughs> They're like, so I was told to reach out to you for the, for the stunk giveaway. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let me, uh, yeah, let me, let me figure that out. Hey, hey, I just got DM the address. Give me my, and give me my way. If you want to come up on stage, feel free to, this is your, this is your time. Um, <laughs> But I will I will do it right now as we are speaking, and I'm not ending this space until it's sent out. Um, so don't worry, it's happening. I like this stunk too because you know I kind of think that it it reminded me of the BTC price action from the past week, um, realistically the past day where you know dipped a little bit and ended up taking out making new highs. Which looking at it, dude, there are a lot of like. There were a lot of people that were just determined we were not going to make new highs um, after the past week. I, I think it's funny where everybody's conditioned that every red candle, everything's just over with. It's done. We're not going higher. And the market has slowly just been grinding up since then. Um, Yo, what's good, guys? Can you hear me? I definitely can. Welcome up. What's up? What's up? Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving me the wonky stonk, bros. An absolute pleasure. I'm just sitting here, just woke up. Um, so it's pretty good Black Friday so far. I can't lie. How's everyone doing? Yeah, doing well, man. Welcome. Hey, a couple questions for you. Yeah. So number one, tell me more about this peach cobbler. Okay. Um, so... I guess for some context, I'm like not American in the slightest. My whole family's Venezuelan. Okay. So I'm like first generation American. So that's like the most American dish they could ever make. So it's it's funny because like I've never had stuffing for Thanksgiving. Like everyone freaks out when I say that. But I'm just used to like turkey, mashed potato, green beans, gravy. Maybe I we'll go crazy on the dessert. So someone brought in peach cobbler, like you know, we're slowly getting gentrified. So, so it's nice. Peach cobbler has been a good, uh, good fan favorite in the family, and especially mine. Dude, my uh, my ex I dated for four years was Venezuelan, so uh, I I had a couple of Venezuelan Thanksgivings. There you go. Are you a fan? Let's hope. Oh yeah, dude, the food was amazing. Like <laughs> her, her mom made some fire stuff. You know, like it's sad to say I never really like learned Spanish fluently. Like I can speak a bit, but. 
her mom, you know, grew up there, moved over here like eight years ago, still can't speak English. <laughs> so I, I, I should have learned it more, but I mean, like point being her stuff was authentic as it gets to. Um, Excuse so not to have to talk to your parents, dude. What's that? I said you just wanted an excuse not to have to talk to her parents. Maybe so. Maybe so. It's um, a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. Hey, our nonverbal communication was great. But anyway, so number two, number two, um, how did you get involved with NFTs? Have you owned a stock before? And if not, how'd you hear about the stocks? Oof. Okay, that's a that's a loaded question. So I guess I'll start off from the beginning. I found out about crypto and NFTs in 2017. Bought the top at Litecoin at like 240 and thought it was a genius. Um, but that was the introduction. Um, and then since then, I've just been dabbling. Um, I'm a computer science university student. I'm getting my master's right now, so I've always liked the tech. Um, about like a year and a half ago, I started my own NFT startup. And if you guys are familiar with like college athletics. This idea of NIL, name, image, and likeness, where college athletes can start to get um, paid and kind of, you know, make profit for going to school, playing sports, being part of sponsorships that, you know, previously that was illegal. So we tried making um, an NFT project that kind of combined the both, right? I went to UF, so the mascot's Gators. So we made Gway Gators, right? And we would partner with football players, swimmers, soccer players, gymnasts. And essentially give them, a, you know, a gator. They would have, let's say, 70 gators within the collection. And then if anybody had that specific athlete's gator, they would get locked into giveaways. They would go to social events, all sorts of stuff. So kind of like a fraternity, but on like an NFT Web3 side of things where like even alumni could support athletes. Whatever. That was a lot. But it crashed and burned, you know, that typical startup style. But it's crazy because that was like two years ago. I'm still doing blockchain research. And even now, like I've found papers in the last year that are like pretty much laying out this system that we were doing in the first place. So we were working on cutting edge shit, you know, even though it didn't go anywhere, like the things you learn, there are crazy. Um, so after that kind of burned and failed, I kind of stepped back for a couple months. And when I got back into it, I mean, just dove, just dove, you know, and I guess wonky stunts in specific, um, always one I've seen. Always when I've seen, I've definitely gone through the OpenSea page like a handful of times just looking at all the different stonks, but never really knew a lot of the backstory, never really knew about the people behind it. So it's been great to kind of be here and great to listen. So yeah, I mean, just a huge shout out again for being able to win this giveaway. It's awesome. Thank you guys. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I mean, you're part of the stonk community now. You know, it's been a couple of years. I'm not sure how many of these spaces you've listened to. Started off as a freeman, all generative art, just wanted to do something different that was truer to, you know, my brand with just being trading kind of, you know, I, I look at charts, I do see art in every single chart that I look at. So, um, you know, my buddy had the idea, we, we ran with it. Um, and I think that it's something that's pretty unique and something that's pretty cool, something that's transcendent, it has no utility outside of just the art itself. But, you know, I believe at the end of the day, like that is the best utility. So I, I think that, you know, um, you know, that's that's kind of the, the vision for the stocks, man. It's just been that we've been here. Obviously, this is the 92nd week of just doing consecutive spaces. We're not going anywhere. Um, so you're welcome up here anytime, man. You know, like, obviously, if you've been listening to the space, we don't talk stocks 24 seven on the spaces. It's just an opportunity for people to come up, talk about whatever's happening in the NFT space. And obviously, you know, stonks are a big part of that. So 
Um, welcome up, my man. Love hearing your story too, with how you got into it. Yeah, thank you, man. No, thanks again for for having me up here. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with the timeless part, kind of what you were saying, because like I don't know, I think about my interactions with wonky stonks and like even five six months ago just scrolling through the open sea page right like that has stayed the same that's a constant and to see you guys still here showing out like that's as much as anybody can ask for so shout out to y'all and yeah just thank you again i'll definitely be trying to step up here again awesome man well thanks again for coming up b ways my man i want to give you a chance to talk since you came up here as a speaker before anything else so what's going on sir Yo, and, and GG, GG, congrats on the stunk. It's always nice to have the virginity um, broken on any front. So uh, congrats on this one. Um, I'm also in Florida, by the way. So if you're ever in Miami, let me know. I'm here right now, man. Sorry, go for it. So, um, dude, I, I also, I did confirm, B-Ways, uh, I'm coming to Art Basel. It's happening. Um, I just need to confirm which days I'm going now. So, Damn, you're just increasing my promo, man. It's 100% happening. I confirmed this past weekend um, with my buddy that lives up there. Everything is, you know, I'm making it happen. So pretty, pretty hyped about that. I'm not sure if I'm just coming up for a few days or, like, ideally – it just depends how much is going on earlier in the week. Ideally, I think if I could do like a Wednesday through Sunday type thing, that would be probably perfect. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I like it's not not finalized on the days yet. So you know what is what is the first you know as far as what you're aware of, B ways because I'm sure you've got your pulse on everything being down there. Like, what is the first you know when everything's really ramping up as far as what you're looking forward to? Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Uh, I think Wednesday through Sunday is perfect. To be honest, I think it typically starts on on Wednesday, the main main events. So I don't think you need to come earlier. Uh, and four nights is is plenty in Art Basel. Right? You'll be very tired at the end. But to be honest, I haven't really looked at the detailed agenda of all events. I have a few lying around, so I can look them up and, and flip you over some. But pretty sure it's going to get busy from like Wednesday afternoon, and then you know probably finishing up Saturday night, Sunday morning. Um, so you, you're picking the right dates. I'm not sure how, how we'll be this year. Uh, obviously, last year was extremely busy on the crypto NFT front and the year before that as well. Well, are you guys still doing the, you know, I, I remember hearing about you guys looking to book out the Airbnb that you had last time. Are you guys still doing that? Good, I don't think so this time. I think there is some conflict between Art Basel and Pandemonium, which a lot of people are going to. I think uh, it's the week after. So... Um, not this time. That was epic, though. Nice, uh, nice place in Winwood. Next time. I'm so, I'm so sad. I'm not gonna go. Pandemonium. That's gonna be the, uh, the spot. Where, where is Pandemonium this year? Is it Vegas again? Vegas, baby. Of course, man. Like that's. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I, I guess I, I can still go to Pandemonium. I've got my panda to go. I just. Like you know, you know my feelings on Vegas, bro. <laughs> like, just not not my ideal. Well, also, you know, we're rocking with Magna, who got the extra extra VIP one of one VIP uh, type passes, and he has he he gets extras with those. So 
know, we're, we're going <laughs> to rock it over there. Shoot. Okay. Well, you know, I'm hyped for you guys, though. It's going to be a good time. I, I Trust me, I am not knocking pandemonium at all. Pandemonium is going to be a great time. I'm hyped for you guys. Like, hey, you know, it's unfortunate that it's the same week, but um, hyped that you guys are doing it. It's not the same week. It's the next week. Oh, well, I mean, I guess that's just a lot of back-to-back travel then for people, you know, being in such a tight window. Um, but guys with that, um, I love y'all and I (laughs) apologize, but I do have to end the conversation. Got some family stuff. My, uh, sister, her husband, niece are all over. They've got to take off here in just a bit. So want to go downstairs, hang out with them and the family a bit more before they take off. Um, but glad I was able to do this. Always fun hanging with you guys. Um, you know, wonky stonks are inevitable. Eddie, appreciate you coming up here, man. Uh, always enjoy the conversation with you. Um, and then also give me my way, dude. I, I love hearing new stories of people, not just that, you know, obviously get involved with stonks, but you know, anybody that's just as involved in this space in general, it's really cool hearing the background of people that do that because it's like, Dude, hearing your story as a university, you know, student and then getting plugged in, trying an NFT collection with the different sports teams and getting involved with the student body. I think that's really unique, right? Like that's something that, you know, it's an application um, that I haven't really, you know, haven't necessarily heard people that have that type of background. And it's cool seeing that type of progression with the space in general, even if it was a couple of years ago, shows the potential of you know, where all of this is heading, right? There are going to be multiple iterations to get to that finish line. Um, So, you know, I, you know, appreciate anybody that's had the balls to try anything in this space. Um, So love having you as part of the stonk community now, man. Um, You know, so thanks again for coming up and just for participating today. No, thank you. Thank you. Like hearing all you guys talk, it's been an absolute blessing after this Thanksgiving. And and yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to popping up back here again and spinning some more facts. Um, Also, Kaleo, I think it's uh, time to up the spaces to to more than uh, just Friday. It's about that time. We've been bullish long enough. All right, man. Uh, About the time to up it to more than Friday. I think I can do that. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll look and see when the when another good time is or maybe the other time will just be floating again but i'm definitely down for that you know just uh yeah i think it'll be fun as long as we have the support to do it i'm up for it so all right gents well it's been fun again happy thanksgiving happy black friday wonky stonks are on a black friday sale right now like one of the things too, people don't realize, like, I think it's actually been beautiful to watch the floor. Like floor is such a terrible metric as it just slowly starts to slide down. It's like the same 20 something stonks that have just been, you know, people trying to undercut each other. And it's like a few ETH back to where we were. So like one little baby sweep. <laughs> so again, they're on a Black Friday sale right now. Take advantage of it while you can. It will not be here forever. Uh, but love you guys. Looking forward to the next week. And, you know, sometime during this week, Rooster called it. We're going to have to do it. We're going to start up more frequent. So be on the lookout. Love you guys. Everybody, thanks for coming out.
Milwaukee Songs are inevitable. Later. Thank you, guys.